basically lets you skip the line and when you pay for it with this card with the united explorer card you are going to be getting reimbursed for that so you put the 100 bucks on the card they reimburse you the 100 bucks and it's a really simple process you're listening to young smart money a podcast that inspires young entrepreneurs to take their personal finances to the next level. My name is Apple Kreider, and I am a huge personal finance nerd and entrepreneur who's constantly looking for a better way. Whether it's amassing millions of credit card points, learning which parts of the tax code can work to your advantage, or just figuring out how to run your business as smart as possible, I am all about it. Join me as I sit down with some of the smartest financial planners and specialists for young entrepreneurs out there and extract the action steps you need to get the most bang for your buck from your business. All right, so let's talk about this United Explorer credit card. Like I mentioned, this card is what got me to Southeast Asia, got me a ticket from Minneapolis, St. Paul to Bangkok for about $19 in cash. The rest was all in points that I got from the sign up bonus on this card. So I want to structure this video kind of going from the benefits that I value at the most, the benefits that I value at the least. So as soon as you uh, lose interest in the level of benefits, you can kind of just hop out of here. We're not going to save the best for last. We're going to save the best for first. So let's just get into it. So the, the first biggest benefit that I would say by far is what I mentioned, the sign-up bonus. When I got the card, the sign-up bonus was 40,000 points for spending $3,000 in the first 90 days. Right now, actually, the sign-up bonus is at 60,000 points last I checked. That is as of March 17th, 2020. They are running a 60,000 point sign-up bonus right now, which is pretty nice. We're going to dive into kind of what that'll get you. So 60,000 points, what, is, what does that mean? What does that translate into? Uh, that gets you one round trip ticket to Europe. If you're coming from the United States mainland, it'll get you one one way to anywhere in Asia and then half of the return ticket. So to get to Asia's 40,000 points, that's what my sign up bonus was used for to get to uh, South America, Central America, Mexico, all of those are going to be between 17,000 and 20,000 points. So you can get to Mexico, back from Mexico, back to Mexico for 60,000 points. You can almost get to Europe on a business class ticket. That's going to be 70,000 points. So if you spend a little on the card, once you're hitting that sign up bonus, you, you might actually get up to 70,000 points that way. So you got a lot of bang for your buck with that 60,000 points right there. And again, you have to spend $3,000 in the first 90 days. If you don't know how to do that, shoot me a message. I can help you out. But if you're not spending that much already normally in your normal course of spending, this probably isn't a good card for you right now. But there are some ways for you to increase that spend and make sure you hit that threshold. So uh, do some research on those. There's plenty of articles online. I can link to some in the description, show notes, whatever. Or you can just go do your own research. So that's that's going to be number one benefit for sure is that sign-up bonus. That is huge. And if you can hit that with your normal course of spending, huge, huge win right there. Number two, uh, second biggest benefit, in my opinion, is going to be the global entry or TSA pre-check fee credits. So if you're not familiar with what this is, basically to get TSA pre-check, I'm sure you know what that is, where you get to skip the line at the airport or global entry, which is where you get TSA pre-check plus you get basically the equivalent of TSA pre-check at some international airports when you're going through customs. That costs, uh, depending on the service, I'm pretty sure pre-check is about $80 and global entry is 100 So I have global entry myself. I got global entry because of this card. I got this card about a year, maybe a year and a half ago. So I've had global entry for a while now. And that $100 that I paid for it, that I got reimbursed by the card, 
is valid for, I believe, five years, either four or five years. I'm, I'm not totally sure, but I know I've still got it for a while, so I don't really have anything to worry about there. So basically, let's just skip the line. And when you pay for it with this card, with the United Explorer card, you are going to be getting reimbursed for that. So you put the 100 bucks on the card, they reimburse you the 100 bucks, and it's a really simple process. You just show up at the airport a little bit before one of your flights. It takes about 15 minutes to get all set up and going. So that was something that I've really taken advantage of a lot as I've been traveling more. Having TSA PreCheck, super nice. Uh, I might have to upgrade to Clear next. I know everybody's moving over to Clear. So I haven't seen any credit cards. Maybe there are some credit cards that have Clear memberships, but I am not aware of any yet. So yeah, Global Entry TSA PreCheck credit, that's that's a pretty valuable perk to me. I, I wouldn't have spent the 100 bucks to get it myself, but since I can get it for free, I'm definitely taking advantage of it as much as I can. So number three benefit is going to be, for me, this is pretty relevant right now, is, is no foreign transaction fees. So with a lot of credit cards, with most credit cards, especially the free ones, when you travel abroad, swipe the credit card in a place where they're not in the US, it's not US dollars, you are going to be charged a 3% foreign transaction fee. Now with this card, they waive that fee, so there is no fee for you to use this card. This is really valuable for me because I've been traveling for the last two months around Southeast Asia. They do not use the dollar here, so I would have been getting hit with a 3% fee every time I used a card had I not had this benefit because this is actually the only personal credit card that I have that has a uh, that, that has no foreign transaction fees. I have a couple business cards that have no foreign transaction fees, but when I'm doing personal spending, I don't want to put that on a business card. So it's good to have a personal card that does not have that so that I don't need to be using cash everywhere I go here because that would be inconvenient. And I am definitely not going to pay a 3% fee on everything because I, uh, I'm too, I'm too money conscious for that. I can't, I can't just, I can't go to bed. I can't sleep well knowing that I, that I spent 3% extra on everything. That just isn't, that just isn't how I roll. So I think at this point, it would also be good to mention just because we we're talking about fees right there. There is an annual fee for this card. So if you are a strict, no annual fee credit card kind of person, you might need to exit the video right now. Stop listening, stop watching because after the first year, so the first year, it's a free credit card. You can potentially after the first year, just downgrade or get rid of it. There is a downgrade path. We'll talk, we'll talk about that in a bit. But if you do not want this card because of the annual fee, totally understandable. It's $95 from the second year on. So first year, $0, second year on $95. And based on, based on some of the benefits that we're going to be talking about yet to come, I think it's pretty worth it. I'm planning on holding onto this card for at least the next year or so, just as I travel more, maybe once I have another card that waives foreign transaction fees, that is a personal card, I might not need it. But as of right now, it definitely makes sense for me to hold on to even with that $95 annual fee. Quick note here, if you did want to downgrade or cancel this card because of the fee, again, first year's free, second year, what you would wanna do is you would wanna wait until that first annual fee posts to your account. You do not want to cancel or downgrade before that first fee posts, but within the first two weeks after that fee posts, what you would wanna do is downgrade the card, then you will get that fee refunded to you. I also would not recommend canceling this card, I would recommend downgrading it because there is a no annual fee United credit card with Chase, uh, United Explorer is also with Chase, there's a no fee one. They don't advertise it. I don't think you can directly apply for it, but you can downgrade this card into that free version. You're pretty much getting none of the perks, but you're just keeping the credit line open. So that's what I would recommend doing. I don't plan on ever closing down a credit card just because I want to keep that history on my credit report. As I'm fairly young, 21 years old, I can't use all of the credit history that I can get. So 
I'd recommend just doing that. Again, the card isn't really advertised, but you can call them up and say that you do want to downgrade the card to the free option. Always ask for a retention offer as well. That's that's beyond the scope of this video. But okay, so we, we wrapped up with no foreign transaction fees. The next most valuable benefit, in my opinion, is that you get a free checked bag on every United flight as long as you pay with the card. So I think I think that's pretty valuable. Personally, I travel quite light. I'm always just traveling with a backpack. I'm going around Southeast Asia right now for two months uh, just with a backpack. So for me, check bags, not super valuable. I'm not the one to travel with a suitcase or anything. So for me, that's not that's not too too important. But I know for a lot of people that can be a pretty valuable perk. You also get one for a person that you're traveling with. So if you are traveling with your significant other or a family member, they also get a free checked bag. So that can be pretty valuable if you are going. So you say you got two people and you get you get the checked bag there and back. It's, it's $30 per bag per way. So that's 120 bucks that you're potentially saving if you were just paying for those bags individually. For me, like I said, I don't pay for bags. I don't check bags. So that's not a really valuable perk for me. But if that is something that you do frequently, this could be a really valuable perk the card as well. And if you live in a United hub, this is probably gonna be really valuable for you. For me personally, I don't live in a United hub. I live near one. So I am able to get United flights pretty easily. But if you if you do live in a United Hub, this is going to be a really, really good card for you uh, regardless. Now, the next most valuable perk is the United Club passes. In my opinion, I utilized these last year. It was pretty nice, to be honest with you. United Club is a type of airport lounge. It is United branded. So you kind of have to have a United card to get in or you can pay something like 50 or 60 bucks, which is honestly just ridiculous for what you get, at least at the ones that I went to. So uh, it's pretty valuable. I mean, most of them have free food, free drinks. So you can you can chill somewhere kind of off of the just terminal area when you're when you're waiting for a flight. If you have a pretty long layover, it can be pretty nice to, to have airport lounge access. It's something that I've been taking advantage of a lot more lately, just with all the traveling that I've been doing. So I, I'd value this it's a decent value. Again, it's never something that I would pay for. I would never pay 50 or 60 bucks to get into an airport lounge for a couple hours. But since I have it, I mean, I'm taking advantage of it. It's it's a pretty decent service, but nothing nothing too nothing too fancy. At least the ones that I've been to. Now, the the last the last thing that I want to mention here is just kind of like the points earning perspective, because like like what are you earning when you when you spend money on this card? For me, it's not a card that I spend that much money on. I'm really only using it for the really the only thing I'm using for right now is restaurants. And that's just because I don't have a card that's good for restaurants right now. So basically what you're getting in terms of points earning with this card, again, the most bang for your buck is going to be from that initial sign up bonus of right now 60,000 points. So be sure to check. I'll put a link. First link in the description will be to the page to check where the sign up bonus is at right now. So hopefully it's still at 60,000. I'm going to try to get this video up pretty quick just so it'll be up when the bonus is still 60,000. So with, with the point earning, you're going to get two miles per dollar at restaurants. You're going to get two miles per dollar at United and the United, United flight purchases. You're going to get two miles per dollar spent on hotel accommodations when you buy directly through the hotel. So not like an Expedia thing, not like a whatever kind of website that aggregates hotels. You have to go directly to Hyatt's website or, or whoever's website that you're booking with, IHG, whatever, and book directly through their site. You're going to get two miles per dollar. And then, like I said, any United purchases, so airlines or anything in flight, quick note on in-flight purchases, you're going to be getting a 25% rebate on any in-flight purchases you make. So if you spend 20 bucks on alcohol when you're flying, you're going to get a $4 credit to your card, basically. So it's going to knock it down to 16 bucks if that's how you do. Nope, it's going to knock it down to 15 
because that's how you do math. So you get a $5 credit on that and then one, one mile per dollar on everything else. So for me right now, it does make sense to use this for restaurants just because the alternative card for me in terms of personal would be the Freedom Unlimited, which is only 1.5 point or 1.5 points per dollar, which can be translated into United points. So uh, that's, that's mostly what I'm using my chase points for right now anyways. So it's like, it's kind of like 1.5 miles versus two miles. Once I get a better card for dining, probably either the Sapphire Preferred, Sapphire Reserve, one of those two is probably coming up on the horizon. I'll start using those for dining, but for right now, it is the United Explorer card. And for all the personal purchases that I'm making while I'm traveling, putting all of those on the card because I don't want to pay a 3% fee just to get 2% back on my purchase as opposed to just getting 1%. So that's that's pretty much the the <laughs> the details on the United Explorer card. It's not too complex of a card. There are some auxiliary benefits. There's like concierge services and whatnot. I think a lot of those are honestly just, I don't think they're worth it. I, <laughs> I don't like calling people anyway. I don't like sitting on the phone. So even if I could call somebody up and they'd help me like book my flights or something, I'm not really going to do it. So I didn't even really mention any of that stuff. Maybe you'll want to use it if you're on the older side. I'm assuming if you're a younger person, you really don't care about having having a concierge that you can call up for, for different things. I'm assuming you're not going to take advantage of that. But that's that's pretty much all that there is to the United Explorer card. I hope this video was valuable to you. I hope you now have some more clarity on whether or not this card makes sense for you. And as always, if you have any additional questions about this card, um, shoot me a message, shoot me a comment, or just check out the description below for all of the details. Otherwise, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will see you in the next one.